0: Sign up today at butcherbox.com etm. I asked over 100 people, what is the best money advice that everyone should know? In this episode, I'm sharing the top 15 tips so you can be in the know. Welcome to Everyone's talking Money podcast. I'm your host, Shauna Game. There's no judgment, no dumb questions, just smart conversations about you and your money. So come on in and grab a seat. Everyone is welcome here. We've all spent more time with family lately. It can feel like old times, but your mind is on the future too and what you can do to shape it. At Sandy Spring Bank, we work with clients to help them grow and protect their money with wealth management, trust services, and insurance, so they can enjoy today and ultimately pass along their wealth. We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk about your dreams. Visit sandyspringbank.com/slash wealth. Wealth and insurance products are not FDIC insured, not guaranteed, and may lose value. Welcome, welcome back to the show. I am so excited to have you here for this episode. And I had this idea. A couple of months ago, I thought, you know what, I want to ask as many people as I can find what their best money advice is. And so I ended up asking over 100 people on social media, friends, people that I would run into, strangers, which I know is a little weird, but I really wanted to hear their advice. And, and more than that, I really wanted to understand if the things that everybody thinks you should know about money, are those similar or are they very different? Like if I asked a 100 people, am I going to get 100 different tips or am I going to find some similarities in what everybody has said? And of course, as you can imagine, I found a lot of similarities in the advice. And really what surprised me is that after I – Asked a hundred people and I pulled together all of those tips. I was able to really narrow them down into 15. So everybody had some version of these 15 tips. And so my hope with this episode is that it, it one inspires you that maybe you, you learn something. But two, I think more than anything is that I want you to just walk away understanding that. All of us are so much more alike than we are different. And as a society, we like to somehow create this world where we're all so much different. And I think it's just, excuse my language, but it's just bullshit because no matter what race you are, no matter what gender you are, no matter what your income is or where you live, we all really want the same things in life. We want to be healthy. We want to live a good life, we want to have friends, we want to have family, and we just want to be happy. <laughs> so I i mean, it, you can tell me if I'm wrong, but I think that all of us want those same things. And so that's what really echoed in all the people I talked to. I talked about people who were in all different economic classes, all different genders, all different races you name it, because I wanted to really get a good idea of where we all stand. So without further ado, let's dive into these 15 tips, best money advice that everyone thinks you should know. So number one is the idea of saving with specific intentions. So whether it's a trip or a purchase, whatever it might be, this idea of saving with some intentionality. And I really talk about money this way a lot on the show is that you need some sort of intention behind your money because if there isn't any intention, then it doesn't really matter, right? It doesn't matter if you track your money. It doesn't really matter where your money goes because you're not really trying to do anything other than live your life. But the intention part comes in when you have the goals, you have the stuff you want to do. And I think this is pretty much all of us. We have stuff we want to do and achieve in life. And so If we bring that intentionality to our money, then we really can direct our money in positive ways, right? We can feel more in control. And we also have choices when we spend our money. If my goal is to save for a house, then intentionally I need to spend to help make that be a reality. All right. Number two, best money advice is save and invest as much as you possibly can, especially when you're in your 20s. Because the compounded interest will allow you to fire or at least coast fire uh, much earlier than your peers. So I heard this advice from a lot of different people. This exact phrase is what somebody told me. But everybody talked about this idea of investing really early on and that they wish that they had learned how to invest, particularly in their 20s. And a lot of people said, hey, even if I didn't really know what I was doing, if somebody would have almost like forcibly told me you have to start investing and showed me a graph of what the numbers could look like if I did, it's pretty hard to argue that point. So you know I'm a huge fan of, of investing. I try to do a lot of episodes on this show to give you a lots of different takes on investing. Some are going to work for you, some are not going to work for you. It's really about Picking what does and picking what makes sense for whatever period of time you are or stage you are in your life, but it's really hard to ignore the math that investing early on in life, you can invest a lot less and have a lot more than somebody who waits even to their 30s or 40s. But if you're listening and you're in your 30s, 40s, 50s plus, and maybe you haven't started investing, I don't want this to deter you from that, right? starting right now is better than than never. So I want you to just be encouraged uh, to do so. So number three tip was something that I heard, I must have heard this from probably 30 people that I talked to, was just this idea of paying yourself first. And I, I know you've heard this, you've heard this so many times. And a lot of people are like, okay, but what does that actually mean? What that just practically means is Instead of all your money going out to pay your bills and to pay other people, can you siphon off just a small amount of money, even if it's, I don't know, $20 or less, maybe it's a lot more for you, but something every month that you can really stick to. And that goes to your goals, that goes in your savings account, wherever. It goes to whatever is important to you, but it's this idea of paying yourself and then paying all your bills. So it's almost like you're forcing your hand to save money and not just save money for the sake of saving money, but saving money for all the cool stuff you wanna do in your life. Okay, number four tip was the word, quote unquote, only never belongs in a sentence that contains a dollar amount. There's no such thing as only when it comes to money. I love this one. A lot of people talked about, mindset and talked about how just generations will kind of pass down these money sayings like money is the root of all evil or money doesn't grow on trees and how you grow up kind of thinking that and that's the way you live your life and until you realize like wait a minute I have a choice to do this life differently that's when sort of the aha moment happens so this person who said this really liked the idea that you shouldn't be limited to the amount of money in your bank account. So it shouldn't be like, well, I only have a thousand dollars, or I only have two hundred dollars. So it's really changing that to think more in an abundance mindset, which I know is hard when you're really struggling and when you're living paycheck to paycheck. It's hard to think anything beyond that. But a lot of people said that the, the first place that starts is in your mind, and. You know if you've been listening to the show for a while, I talk about this often. This is a um a known fact psychological fact that uh, many people have written a lot of reports on. but money success is eighty percent mindset and twenty percent know how. So I want you to just think about that for a minute. eighty percent just what whatever is going on in your head and twenty percent the actual knowing what to do so I don't want you to get so tripped up in the knowing what to do, and I want you to really focus on that piece of what's going on in your head. What's the money story that you're telling yourself? What are some of these things that you're carrying from your childhood that just don't belong there? All right, number seven. Oh, no, we're only, we're only at number six. I'm jumping ahead too fast. Okay, so number six, no amount is too small to start saving or paying down debt. This one's really good. I heard this from a lot of people. And it's so true. So even if you have five dollars or ten dollars to start saving or that same amount to start paying down debt, there's no there's no practical reason to to wait. I think that what we do is we especially now with social media, we see all these people who have paid off this huge amount of debt. Um, over a specific period of time. And all we're focusing on is that large amount of debt. And we just think there's no way. Looking at my debt, there's just no way I'm going to be able to chip away at it. But you know that $10 or $20 or $100 or whatever it is for you, consistently over and over and over again, it does start chipping away. And if you go back to number one, the idea of bringing intentionality to your spending and savings, if you combine that, with this idea of no amount is too small to start saving or paying off, wow, like you're you can really change your money situation. It has nothing to do with earning more money necessarily. What it has to do with is just being really intentional with the money you have making making choices and sometimes it's it's hard choices, but that's really where I have seen the magic for all types of people really start to happen. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and enter code etm at checkout. And now listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash etm for your extended 30-day free trial. All right, number seven was have money conversations with your partner, significant other early in a relationship, and put joint goals down on paper and refer to them often. So a lot of people talked about this idea of having conversations with your partner and just how important that is and not just the conversation, but to really create these joint goals. And I will say after working for 12 years with all types of couples really with their money, I found that there was a lot of disagreements because they had just never had the conversation about, well, I want this in life and well, I want this in life. Well, okay, how do we compromise or how do we do both of those things? And so it was kind of shocking to me that those conversations just didn't happen. And I know they can be awkward and I know they can be hard. And I know sometimes it means saying something that you're just not sure how that other person is going to take it. There's also a lot of shame. There's a lot of shame around money. There's a lot of shame around rejection there's a lot of shame that we feel. And and a lot of times it's not even validated. It's just, it's almost like pre-shame. We feel uh, maybe we were in a relationship with somebody else before we talked about money or we talked about what we wanted in life. And there was some level of rejection or pushback. And so we bring that shame and fear and anxiety with us in the new relationship. But relationships are just, they're partnerships, right? You're going through life You're experiencing things together and part of that, a big part of that is is money, is what you're going to do with your money and what kind of life you're going to co-create. And so I would encourage you if you are listening and you've never done this with your partner or your spouse, I want to give you the courage to just have the conversation, hey, what do you want life to look like? Like, Take money out of the picture for a while and just talk about the life you want to create and then say, okay. Now looking at our money and looking at where we're at, how can we intentionally utilize our money to help us get to these places? And sometimes too it can be an eye opener if you're having these conversations with your partner and you're realizing like wow, we just don't really want to create the same sort of life. Like what does that mean? And I know it's not really ever fun to to have these conversations, but they are super important. So I really want to encourage you to do so. All right, number eight, when you get a raise, increase your 401k contribution instead of your expenses. I heard this from about 10 people who talked about this idea of continuing to increase your 401k or IRA or Roth contributions and keep your expenses exactly where you're at. So Don't suddenly think when you get a raise, like, oh, I've got all this extra money to save. Instead, start thinking about, wow, I have all this extra money to start investing. Which goes along with number nine. (laughs) Number nine is invest in the stock market smartly. So there's a lot of tips on here about stock market. I heard about stock market from a lot of people, but this idea of investing smartly. And you might be thinking, well, what does that mean? And so I asked the follow-up question to a lot of these people who gave that answer, and for them, it was knowing what you're investing in, finding companies that you like, being diversified, asking for help, finding a money mentor. A couple of people said, you know, find someone who you admire, who has been investing for quite some time, is good at it, and is willing to, to teach you. So um, yeah, I think that's a really, really great one. Alright, number 10. I like this one too. Whenever you make the choice not to spend, i.e. eat at home instead of go out, put the money you would have spent at the restaurant into a savings account instead. I saved up a lot of money by doing this. You can do it every day even if you have no intention of eating out. You can say, I choose to eat at home instead and put that money into savings. So this way you can really ramp up your savings. So this is such a great tip because again it's like a it's like a mindset one, right? So it's telling yourself that rather than going out to eat or maybe whatever area is your your biggest spend area for most of us it is food, honestly. So if you're looking at your expenses, you're like, ooh spend a lot of money on eating out or Uber Eats, just know you're absolutely not alone. (laughs) You're in the majority. But this idea of like tricking yourself into saving money and then turning it into almost like a challenge for yourself, I think is, um, is really fun to do. And I've done this a couple of times myself. I've taught a lot of other people how to do this. I find when I, when I really commit to something like this, I can save a lot of money, like a lot more money than I thought was even possible. So I know there is something in our mindset that goes into these types of challenges for ourselves. So maybe this might be one that you, that you end up borrowing. I think it's definitely a keeper. Number 11, this one's great. I love this one. They're still printing it. I'm not saying spend every last dime, but don't be afraid of your savings. If one thing I've learned through my grief is that my savings for a rainy day was meant for now, this is my rainy day. So the person who gave this tip, she recently lost her mother. It was unexpected. And even though her mother was older, it still was this huge hole left in her life. And she had been through a divorce a few years earlier and Really had been working through her relationship with money and thinking about, okay, what is the life she wants to live? And then all of a sudden her mom passed away. And so she really wanted to focus on the idea of living life and that sometimes spending money is not a bad thing. Again, this goes back to what we grow up with. We grow up with whatever that crazy saying is, that we should only save our money, save our money. How many of you have heard that from your parents or your grandparents. Just save your money, save your money. And you're like, okay, but why? And where? And then what am I gonna do with it <laughs> once I've saved it? So I think particularly this is not stereotyping, but particularly for women, we tend to be more of the savers. Again, this is generality, this is generally speaking, we tend to be more of the savers in in life. I don't know if it's that sort of mothering instinct that we have, that we always just want to be prepared, but, and saving's not a bad thing. I mean, savings is an amazing gift to have because it gives yourself choices, choices in life, and choices are great. But sometimes I think your savings is maybe like knocking at you and saying, hey, I'm over here. (laughs) You've been saving me for a really long time. Maybe you could use me now. So... Think about that, particularly if you're more of the saver type. Think about, is there some sort of balance where maybe you can use some of your savings to enjoy something in life that you really want to do while still maintaining enough of a balance that it still makes you feel safe? And I think certainly as you go through different seasons in life, this person, like I said, just went through grief. So They were looking at their life differently, looking at their money differently, and we're all going to go through different seasons. And I think different seasons just allow you to allow you to make change, allow you to change your mind about something and without judgment go, okay, maybe now I want to spend some money. I want to pamper myself. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash ETM to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash ETM. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to Wallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before Wallet, I was paying for vacations finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. So number 12 kind of goes along with number 11. Um, Heard this from a couple of people, save early, save often, but also don't be afraid to spend on memories. I think that's great, right? It goes along with number 11. If you've been saving a lot of money, maybe you want to take your family on a vacation, or maybe you gosh, I don't know. Um, I know some people are saving maybe to buy a house for, for a family member or saving to start a, a business or whatever it might be. Spending money on things that are going to create memories are definitely worth the investment. Sure, you're not going to get a actual monetary return, but the return you're going to get in happiness and feeling good and just experiencing life, I think that is worth... I don't know. I think that's worth a lot, right? Like those, is it the MasterCard commercials that talk about priceless? Maybe it is something like that. I mean, quite ironic, right? That it's a credit card talking about priceless moments. But the idea is, yeah, sometimes, sometimes you got to put some money on a credit card and have a memory. Yeah, we need a smart money strategy to pay that off. Certainly all of those money rules apply, but we also only have like, one go around in this life. So uh, sometimes it calls for doing something maybe that might feel slightly irrational in order to just have an experience. We had uh, Katrina on the the show a few weeks ago talking about this idea of taking a career break and something like that might seem crazy to a lot of people. Like, why would you do that mid-career if you're already making a good income. Maybe you went to school and got a PhD or an MBA or some sort of master's degree. Like, Doesn't that seem crazy? Sure. It might seem crazy, but maybe it doesn't. Maybe it isn't that crazy. Maybe the idea of taking a career break is something that is, is healthy and needed for for your own mental health, for your own sanity to give yourself a little extra juice so you're ready to take on life again. I don't know. That's just my two cents. Number 13, divide your mortgage or loan payments in half and pay it twice a month. You'll be amazed at how fast you end up paying off your mortgage. So this is a great practical tip, right? Something very easy to do. You can do this with your credit cards too. Divide the payment up in half, pay it twice a month, and uh, typically you can you can pay off your loans a lot faster just by doing that one simple trick. Number 14. Stop being emotional when choosing what to invest in and once you're invested in it. This is another great uh, investing tip I heard from a lot of people. This idea of detaching yourself from emotion when you're investing and instead uh, really looking at investing from a strategy standpoint as best as humanly possible. Know what you're investing in and once you've made the investment, don't have I don't know if you would call them freak out moments, but just know, okay, I chose to invest in this. I'm going to write it as long as my strategy tells me to write it, whatever that is for you. If you're a long-term investor or short-term investor, we're all different investors here. But the idea of just taking emotion out and by taking it out, then you can think more clearly about what you're investing in. And you can also just feel better with what you've invested in. All right, number 15 tip. We've come to the end of the list. This tip I heard from 30 different people, this exact tip. So I thought, okay, this would be a great way to end this episode. Spend less than you earn. I know it seems simple, but so few do it. That is the magic of money. I think so much of what we get hung up on is that there have to be these like super insider secrets to money. Like how does how does everyone get good at money? How do they do it? How do they build wealth? It comes back to a lot of these tips I've shared and this one in particular. It's the idea of just spending less than you earn, being super intentional with the money you have. When you make more money, don't spend more money. Maybe a little bit more money, but send that extra money towards investing towards paying off debt, towards if real estate is your thing or whatever that is, right? Things where there are opportunities to build wealth. I think that's really the the secret of, of money. Somehow we might have to spend a little less than we earn. Maybe we need to earn a little bit more. So maybe we need to be aggressive when we're negotiating our salary, or maybe it's about a side hustle, or maybe it's just earning more in our investments, right? Being more mindful of where our money is going or maybe it's looking for opportunities in our money. Like, are you paying a fee for whatever bank you have your money at? You shouldn't be. There are way too many banks now What? don't take your five or $10 a month or whatever that might be. That money, I guarantee you, could go a million other places to help you on your financial journey. So I hope that these 15 tips have just inspired you Maybe one of them really resonates with you, but I really wanted to share them with you with just this idea that you can create change wherever you're at now. It's not always about making more money, but it's really about being super intentional with what you've got right now. That's the power. That's the magic. As always, if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with friends, family members, anyone who you think would really enjoy these tips as well you can head to the show notes for links to our episode sponsors. And if you haven't done so already, I would love for you to leave a review for the podcast. All the reviews help people continue to find the show and help us continue to keep bringing amazing guests on the show and creating amazing content. As always, I'll see you back here in a few days for a brand new episode.